0: okay and welcome back to another installment of ijs speaks today is november 23rd it's 10 20 pm eastern standard time and this is your neighborhood financial economist katie mark so we're gonna jump right into it today um well before we even jump into it today I did not do any recording on Friday, so that's um that's uh, that's missing from the timeline. But just to recap, um going into the end of uh the last trading session on Friday, I uh I I was down to just the uh, actually no. I had my features my features position still on. Uh so the uh the euro, US dollar features and the corn features. Um going into it on Friday. Yeah, on Friday I was able to uh I was able to close out the the 10-year position oh and also the uh, dollar canadian also held on to that position going into the weekend as well um towards the end of the trading day on friday the dollar canadian was actually just at break even um i was able to close out one leg of the uh of the corn trade the uh i that was profitable i closed out one leg of the Euro US dollar futures trade. Uh that was flat. And going into the week oh and I was able to offload the call side of my uh my ten my US ten year treasury options trade as well. Uh the put expired expired worthless, but the call I was able to salvage uh, i was able to salvage some of the the value left in it so um it didn't i didn't uh have to forfeit the entire premium uh which was good um so going into the weekend um i was the the trade book just had the dollar canadian position my short con- uh corn position and my short euro us dollar futures position so fast forward through to sunday evening markets open nothing much happens but then i wake up uh monday morning this morning uh it's fairly early um just just after the open of uh, of London and the positions are down <laughs> uh over the weekend nothing changed fundamentally so there really was not uh, uh I could not justify going in and making changes um with just one trading session underway uh especially Especially because there were no changes fundamentally to the uh to to the market narrative um but for uh i'm assuming uh associated to some kind of data release or news release in the American session, we saw a sharp re- reversal in the uh in the dollar uh it corresponded in gold. Didn't see much of a move in other markets. Um, the only thing of note, uh, crude oil maintains its strength. Um, kind of an odd ball, but the momentum is there. So for the energy traders, there is momentum behind the, uh, the long crude oil trade. Um, not really sure how that spills over into the rest of the uh, energy complex. But as of now, crude oil... Is Showing a bit of uh, Resilience in terms of Price appreciation uh, Looking at the rest of the dashboard No real Clear signals one way Or another from the dashboard uh, And this is um, At the end of the uh, The US session Going into the Asian session um, I did not initiate any new uh, derivatives positions uh, this week or as at least as of yet simply because I'm not really getting a clear sense of direction from the uh, from the dashboard so overall what I'm seeing uh, the, the the move in the dollar earlier in uh, today's trading session um, i can see the corresponding move in the uh in gold but that's about it and that move in the dollar also uh, i was able to uh i was able to take profits on the dollar canadian position because the uh, the move up in the dollar um meant that there was a relative move down in oil so even though both oil and the dollar were up today the dollar was up more than oil on a relative basis so that means that the uh, the dollar appreciated more on a relative basis than the Canadian dollar today and so that long dollar short Canadian dollar trade uh, I was able to uh, close that one out profitably um, Last Friday, just as a note, um the uh the moral of last week's trading trading um trading week was um when in doubt take profits for me um I I I missed an opportunity point blank. Uh, with the uh, the tenure position. Uh, uh, so apparently overnight when the, uh, the news broke about the disagreement between the Treasury and the Federal Reserve about what should happen to some funds that were allocated for emergency lending around COVID and blah, 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 blah. Long story short, there's some public disagreement and that caused the spike in markets but more specifically in the 10-year treasury price and i had um two call options and one put option on the uh, u.s. 10-year treasury going into uh last friday's trading session uh the positions were up at the start of trading in uh in tokyo uh missed the opportunity to to uh, capitalize on that and had to settle for a small loss by the end of the trading session of, uh, of New York so just as a side note to all traders uh, experienced and not so much when in doubt take profits a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush yeah if you're up you know and you're running out of time in your trading session especially uh, the options traders Yeah, go ahead and, you know, take profits. You can always, you know, do it again tomorrow. But um, so that's uh, that was the end of last week's training session. Um, So no new options positions uh, as of now, uh, because, again, no clear sense of direction, sentiment wise or otherwise from the dashboard. Um, I. I did get to offload the uh, the euro US dollar futures position like I mentioned so I'm basically just sitting on the uh, that um March 2021 contract on corn that I'm shorting and I actually had an opportunity today because I saw um, a bit of a channel forming uh, to to uh, to hedge a hedge a bit of a reversal Um, and I was able to uh, uh, to take profits take a small profit but profits all 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 the same on the uh, on the hedge um, in a quick trade um, late in the New York session this afternoon but other than that, trading has been very light. Um, basically, my objective right now, going into this, or going into the rest of this week, is to manage the corn position. Uh, manage that off the trading, uh, off, off the trading book towards the end of the week. Uh, if not. It can carry forward because with the futures contracts, the time on the, uh, the time to expiration on the contracts are a lot longer than typically with the, um, with the options contracts. So, but, um, I still feel like with the macroeconomic, uh, the macroeconomic environment that, um... We can expect or anticipate weakening demand for commodities um, going into the end of the year and into the start of next year. And I think that, among others, uh, corn, wheat, and probably soybeans um, would see some price depreciation. That That trade probably won't accelerate. Or even gain significant momentum until the price of oil turns around. Um, Gold as a commodity is already showing weakness. Uh, But crude oil again has just been unexplainably resilient. In an environment that the macro fundamentals really do not support higher oil prices right now. But, again, markets can remain irrational a lot longer than traders can remain solvent. So, um, regardless of what the fundamental analysis says, the technical analysis says, that um, oil prices are, uh, there's momentum behind the trade. And if there's momentum behind the trade, then ride the wave, right? Yeah, because so I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking at... uh, The uh, the dashboard zoomed in on on crude oil, and both the momentum and the trend on crude oil are positive. From a uh, from the point of view of the linear regression slope, and I'm looking at uh, let's see the most recent pivot point as highlighted by the indicator is beneath the price so it has support from at least the pivot point indicator standpoint also the parabolic stop and reverse is beneath the price which is indicating and rising which is indicating uh um, rising support levels under the price So, yeah, overall, you know, the the technical picture on crude oil is positive, you know, expect more price appreciation in oil. Um, Now, if there is some kind of some kind of reconciliation in markets, then we may see crude oil adjusting to that. Um, But at the same time, the S&P is a risk category, risk asset category is also showing a little bit of resilience. So in all honesty, gold with its recent depreciation looks like the the standout. So um so let's see. We have stocks and we have energy commodities all pointing higher. And we have the 10-year showing a little bit of weakness. So Those three are lining up weakness in we- weakness in the uh, te- in the tenure and simultaneous strength in stocks and energy commodities would suggest a risk on sentiment. But then I'm seeing strength in gold. Strength in I'm sorry. Strength in the dollar and weakness in gold. Which would signal a risk-off sentiment. So, I guess the disconnect going into the Tuesday session would be gold and the dollar. So, Tuesday into Wednesday, traders can expect some sort of reconciliation as these markets... Come to terms with the fundamental picture and there may be trading opportunities uh, as these markets realign Um, either risk on or risk off Uh, I'm not sure yet but there should be trading opportunities as these markets realign um, as they tend to do towards the middle of the trading week so Wednesday into Thursday so In the interim, uh, I'm watching corn, Uh, I've got channels set up, and whenever it's at the top of the channel, my net exposure is short, so whenever it's at the top of the channel, I am net short, and whenever the price makes it to the bottom of the channel, I reinstitute my hedge and wait for the pullback, take profits on the hedge, and, uh, and keep the trade going, so... That's uh that's my approach for corn right now. It's the only thing that I'm actively trading, uh, but I am keeping an eye on the dashboard, looking for some kind of uh, realignment with uh within financial markets, and from there, uh depending on what the pricing looks like on derivatives, I may look for a straddle position which basically just plays it's a play on volatility so whenever there's no clear sense of direction in the market but a reasonable assumption that there's volatility baked into the market then straddles and strangles i think can work out well um and especially if you time your 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 purchases of the call side versus the sell side, you can adjust your break even lower by timing it because as I mentioned in a previous recording, when the price is rising or accelerating higher, your calls become more expensive but your puts become a lot cheaper and vice versa, when the price is falling or accelerating lower, Your puts become more expensive, but your calls become cheaper. So, if you can time your entry into time the entry of your legs into the uh, into the straddle or strangle position, um, you can actually reduce your break-even, tighten that spread up, and uh, increase the chance of your trade closing out uh, in the money. Or at minimum, if it's a trade that Um, You have to net a loss on you get to minimize your exposure by uh, by tightening up the um, By tightening up the spread between you know your strike and your break-evens So on that note um, I'll go ahead and wrap it up so uh, for Any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to me uh, through social media or just email me at contact at runthenumbers.biz. That's contact at R-U-N-T-H-E-N-U-M-B-E-R-S dot B-I-Z. And I will try to either answer your question uh, via email or address your question comment or concern in the next episode and on that note have a good night good luck in the markets happy trading and remember when in doubt take profits